Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, AfterBuzz fans, we are bringing you an all-new episode of Supernatural Season 12, Episode 12, Stuck in the Middle with you, coming up right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right, here I am, stuck in the this is fun. This song is fun. This song is fun. But there's no one really stuck in the middle of Katie and I, except unless it's Alexis. Alexis is here in spirit. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, we're talking about Supernatural today. It's it's Thursday night, which means it's time for Supernatural and all the fun things that happen. And this week was a doozy and a scare of an episode for me. Mm, it was amazing. It was fun the way they cut it up. And then it was like there was so much tension. It's great. Lots of back and forth. You guys know what we're talking about. It's season 12, episode 12, Stuck in the Middle with You. My name is Lindsay Wagner. You guys can tweet me at Lindsay Wagner, and I'm joined by the lovely Katie Campbell. Hey, guys. You can find me on Twitter at Katie E.E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. And uh, Katie, so, I mean, aside from it being back and forth and all this craziness and drama that was going on, did you love the episode? I did. I really loved it. I felt like we learned some fun things. We got some fun new toys to hear about from the past. We had all of our people on the show. I feel like every storyline moved forward just a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's fun for us. We 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 always want to know what's going on with with this, what's going on with that because there's 17 different things going on every season <laughs> and they gave us a little bit of everything. They did give us a little bit of everything. It was a little bit hard to jump back and forth with the time frame mm-hmm. and I wish that it could have all just like had it like evenly put up because Yeah, but I thought this was fun. I thought it was fun too, but for organizational purposes, yeah. My OCD was g- flying off the handle. Yeah, but I feel like we have, you know, this season or this show is in season 12, so there's, you know, we always go through the timeline of things pretty normally. And mm-hmm. the last episode, it was kind of a different spin on mm-hmm. things, too, because Dean yeah. had already been through it. But we had to retrace our steps and go slowly. And then now this time it's like, oh, here, it's 520, and now it's 9 o'clock. And then back 18 hours ago, and then 6 years ago, and then now it's 927. You know, it was, it's just, like, it felt, really fun. It felt similar to last week a little mm-hmm. bit in the time period thing. And I wonder if it was the same writers from last week that it was this week, that that's why it was like that. Yeah. Um, I did see that the trickster, Richard Spite Jr., directed it, so mm-hmm. um, it brought a little extra Yeah, and I feel like he's trickiness a trickster, right? And, yeah. And we're going around with different times, and we're jumping forward, jumping backwards, you know? What so. a perfect episode for him to direct. Exactly. So, Katie is right. We jumped around a lot. We saw a lot of new toys come out. Uh, our first thing, we see Arthur Catch talking about the grenade launcher, um, saving Sam and Dean, Castiel questioning the men of letters. Toys are the new fun part of it all. The spawn of Lucifer's and Kelly. And we know that the British men of letters and Mr. Ketch were talking to Mary. Right. So at the beginning of the episode, we see Mr. Ketch having coffee with... And it doesn't come back to us until 57 minutes later. 
I knew it was Mary, though. I knew it was, too. I mean, we had already kind of known that from a few episodes ago, but I knew they had to have been having this conversation with her. Right. I mean, they set her up for all this. As we're going through the episode, I'm like, they're having her do all this, and they don't know the real what's going on, and people almost died because of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 520, Dean. Do they know what's going on, though? Do you think Sam and Dean with no, Mary and the Men no, of Letters? Or? The Men of Letters in general. I mean, oh, I'm sorry, we didn't know. I feel like you know because you're, you guys are some smart guys. You've got some cool gadgets to use that us American hunters over here were, you know, we're not used to. And don't know, like, they had something that could get Lucifer out and the boys didn't really know how to do it. So they were able, I mean, there's a lot of things that they know in order to keep, so I'm Get rid of people. So, I, I mean, I, I think you're kind of right. I think they're playing... I think maybe they're playing dumb. Mm-hmm. But they they did know. They put them in danger. And I think that was, was true. And that's why I was really happy to see Mary's conversation at the end and come back. And it was obvious. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Obviously her. Um, let's get closer to that. <laughs> At 5.20 p.m., Dean, Sam, Cass, Mary, and Wally, uh, it, it says 5.20, but it was in the morning, so I don't know why I had written down 5.20. Earlier. Or, oh, it goes back to earlier. There's a waitress actually hitting on Cass, and Dean's super excited to, to have, like, a, like, almost like a son that he can, like, be like, this is, a, let me talk to you about girls. This is, yeah, they need these moments <laughs> so they can teach him things. And I love that Cass actually does smell her, because Dean says, oh, yeah, it's great. Like, waitresses, they smell like food. So, like, all the little things, it's just, oh, Cass. Mary's getting texts, says it's the hunters for a case, which we know is definitely from the British Men of Letters and Mr. Ketch. How are you feeling about her lying to them? I don't... Well, I hate it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely hate it. But that's also why a couple weeks ago when they were like, well, would you rather lose Sam or Dean? I was like, well, I'd rather lose Mary then. Do you think there's something... I'm not connected to Mary the same way that I'm connected to Sam and Dean because right. we've been watching them for 12 seasons. And not that Mary hasn't come and gone and created the boys, but I'm not as invested in her as I am in the boys. Well, for her to be lying to them and not you know, telling them what she's doing and her deal with them and she's working alongside them, there has to be something in there deeper that we haven't explored. Like, what if they promised her just just a safer world and, and she's on board and she doesn't think the boys are on board i why is she so trusting of them when they're not well the same pitch that they gave to wally and wally's like i'm not willing to sell my soul and it's got to be too good to be true you're saying you're offering me protection but are you really offering protection well the only thing i really didn't like about this episode was that wally was roped into this because he knew what mary was doing and he knew and that mary was want to Right, he didn't want to in the first place, but he knew Mary was working with the Men of Letters, so why did he go along to help Mary? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't like weird. that, because then that... Yeah. We'll get to that, too. <laughs> didn't um, turn out so well. D, or Sam's on his phone. Mary eventually says, Okay, everybody, no. Focus, phones down, screens off. We're going to talk about this case. Virgins are going missing. It's a demon, and this is why Wally wanted to get them all together. Um... 
I mean, flash forward to Cass, who was stabbed in the stomach, and Mary's helping him. Meanwhile, Sam and Dean and Wally are being fought, are fighting against these demons, and one of them kills Wally, which is what Katie and I were just talking about. So he gets roped into this, like, case and helping Mary when he didn't want to help. Well, it didn't seem true to who he was when we first met him. He just looked like, okay, uh, wasn't Mr. Ketch. It was who, what is that guy's name? The other... The other one. Men the, of Letters guy. The, the guy that he sent out, like, that's his... Yeah, he's just looking guy at in charge. He's looking at him like, okay, this is a bunch of BS. Uh, I don't want anything to do with you. Why would I work with you? This seems too good to be true, so I'm not going to do this. And then he's like, okay, yeah, Mary, I'll help you. I don't, you know, do you really trust these guys? I'll help you though. But no, you were so dead set against not helping before. What changed? And now why? Yeah, what what's making you want to help all of a sudden out of nowhere? Right. Um Dean does kill the demon before she's able to kill Sam because she said she was going to be super excited to be able to tell everyone that she had killed a Winchester. Obviously, we knew that wasn't going to happen. And then we see these title cards. And the first one that flashes is The Wounded Angel. Uh, And Cass is listening to what I would call relevant radio, which is like a religious radio station. Mm -hmm. And earlier we see Sam and Dean meet up with Mary, who introduces them to Wally. Um, and Cass being there, Cass saying he can't find Kelly and that she's basically disappeared. And then we get a slow-mo shot of them, like, walking into the restaurant. Yeah, they looked like a bunch of badasses. They did. And the whole uh, episode was slightly Western-themed, which I loved. Yeah. You know, the whole, I can't do it, but you know the thing where the guys goes, Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> I can't do it, but you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, by the way, our <laughs> chat isn't working, so we can't get into it and talk to you guys. I'm I'm just gonna try again right now. Yay! Thank you. Um, nope, it's not letting me. So we're gonna try and pull it up on the screen to keep up with what you guys are saying. Sorry, we're missing what you guys are talking about. Um, and uh, forward to 5:20 p.m. They're fighting off this demon. They're shooting him with bullets. They're getting the demon blade. And Mary says, everything is going to be fine. We know everything's not going to be fine. I know. Later on, Dean's loading a gun. Sam is making... They're called sigils, right? The giant, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Cass is waiting outside. Saud Wiley said the demon is coming back earlier um, than expected. He calls Mary on the phone and lets her know that. Um, everyone is waiting for this demon who comes back from fishing. And... Dean shoots him and doesn't work. It does nothing to him. It doesn't even, like, stop a stride in his step. He literally I really, turns and goes back. Yeah, I really like this actor, too. I, I was scared of him myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like he did a really good job. He he did a he did a great job. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I love seeing... I really love when you see a, an episode directed by an actor. Because I think that... And this is me just being an actor. is You know what can get you somewhere. And so when you have another actor directing you, you know, you're in the mind of an actor already. So it's easier to give them ideas and push them to a place that somebody else that hasn't had the experience, you know, can't do. And I'm not saying that the directors cannot get the boys places or anyone in this cast because they can. Everybody knows what they're doing. But I think it's a nice little like extra perk to have an actor um, working with another actor as a director. Mm -hmm. Um, And... uh, so, he avoids the sigil. Mm-hmm. Sam stabs him. That doesn't work with this demon blade. And the demon goes for Cass, recognizes him right away as an angel. And 
goes for Mary next, who sees the yellow eyes, and it immediately scares her and she reminds just, her of Azazel. She was just stunned. Yeah. She couldn't move, couldn't do anything. And this is where the whole idea that, did the British men of letters, did they know that this was a, a prince of hell and this was beyond just a demon? They had to have known because they sent her for a specific object. So They had to know whose possession know it was in. Who has it, yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been keeping an eye on us over here in America for a while. They knew. They knew. And uh, so Mary runs after Cass, who has hit the demon. More demons show up. And then all of a sudden, this yellow-eyed demon pulls out this giant, what I thought was a spear, and stabs Cass. Meanwhile, another demon kills Wally, and this is where the whole thing comes back. And when he pulled it out from behind him, mm-hmm. it was kind of magic the way that it mm-hmm. came Appeared. about. Correct? Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's like the first little hint that there's some magic in here. Beyond this, this is a, something we haven't seen before, we've been told about before, so mm-hmm. it's got to have some sort of special powers, especially against an angel, since right away he recognized an angel and went for him with the lance. Right. Um, and Mary grabs... Cass, and they end up getting to this barn area, and Cass says he can't heal himself, and he's really worried because he just says something's wrong. And, and he looked like a Grombie. He had Grombies! Those yes! Vibes? He had, and I was like, <laughs> wait, it's the Grombies again. How is this coming back into play? I literally, I thought the same thing, like the roots or whatever it was, like the vein, the, the gray veins. Yeah. The gray veined Grombies, zombies. So this was just rotting him, It was right? just rotting him. Killing him slowly? Mm-hmm. Slow, a slow death. Mm. And, uh, there's black roots coming from the wound on Cass. Sam calls and knows Mary and Cass are down the road. At 9.05, Sam and Dean arrive without Wally, who is dead. And they say the target has yellow eyes. And Sam asks Mary what she got them into. And she just stands there and doesn't say anything. And no it's info. like at this point when, when like, crap has hit the fan, you know? Like, when this is things are going on, she's like, what's happening? Like, she feels lied to. She's scared. She saw the yellow eyes. She's thinking of Azazel. So doesn't she want to be like, okay, well... Let me tell you what happened? I'm working with the men of letters, and this is all I know. I thought we were good. They gave me a lot of information. Everything's been going smoothly so far. You know, but she just stands there silently, and she continues to lie. Which brings us to title card, Mother Mary. Mm Mm-hmm. At 11.07 a.m., 11 hours ago, this we see a man leave to go fishing. This is the demon. William and Mary, uh, Wally and Mary are tracking this demon, and she says it's safer for Sam and Dean to not ask questions if Wally is there with them, because they won't. They'll really think it's a specific hunt. Um, she's obviously gotten info from the men of letters, and she trusts them. Basically what it comes down to, even though... She didn't fully say that, but she didn't say she didn't. But she didn't say she didn't, and obviously she's going based on what they're telling her. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Wally said he didn't believe their sales pitch. It was too good to be true. What's the catch? A.K.A. Mr. Catch. There's um, always a catch. And she Mr. mentions catch. that they've taken out vampire nests, werewolf packs, and a ghoul, and they've essentially saved a lot of people. So she sees it right now as the greater good. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, but if it saved a, a lot of people, yes. But there's a reason why the boys don't trust her. Mm-hmm. And does she forget about her own boy being tortured by one of them? And yeah, it wasn't Mr. Ketch or the other guy himself, but it was it was the woman. However, her boy was tortured by them. So there's, a, you know, there's some, like... 
shadiness. She's got they're to be trying, careful. They're trying to say water under the bridge. It was a mistake. That wasn't meant to happen. Mm-hmm. They're trying to. Mm-hmm. Um, we go back to 8.23 p.m. They arrive at the house. It doesn't appear to be warded, according to Cass. And um, Sam asks Mary if she's doing okay. And she says, since what is life about getting what you want? Um, mm-hmm. Knowing this isn't really what she's planned to do with her life. Mary goes into the basement. And there's a painting of what I thought looked like just a giant angel or almost like if it was uh, Gabriel or um, the, Goli- uh, the Goli- Goliath. The giant, you know, with yeah. somebody hitting something, which was symbolism for later on with this lance. Uh, and she opens a safe using some fancy equipment she clearly got from the men of letters. I love the I love these things that they have. I want the gadgets, see more. the fun gadgets. Yeah. And uh, she opens this box that glows, has something inside it that's shining. Why doesn't it glow at the end? It glowed twice. When the box was open, but it didn't glow at the end. It was dark in the in the basement, but it wasn't dark when they were initially when it was gifted. Okay. So I find it. You're right. So I find it interesting that it didn't glow. Maybe it was in a box, and she got rid of the box. The box was the glowing thing. Well, it like opens and there's a light inside. Okay. To you know, like a display box. Right. Maybe. Okay, makes sense. Uh, she heads back upstairs. Tells Cass she was nervous, so she was in the bathroom. Flash forward to 9.03 p.m. Mary is tending to Cass's wounds. Uh, she sends a text to the men of letters who tell her to leave. She can't stay there and said they didn't know the details about this demon because of bad intel. And Cass is really worried because he can't heal himself. Wait, did and it say hobbits? It did say hobbits. Who's that? That's the men of letters. It's a, it's a, So instead of, you know, like you put someone's, it's like, yeah, but like you know, your phone. Yeah, but I don't know why she's using the word hobbits, but maybe because she knows Sam and Dean won't question. I would be like, what does that mean? What? Who is hobbits? Maybe she can say some hunter named Hobbit. Okay, I guess. Like a last name? Mm-hmm. I feel like that, that's just like, I don't know. It's not a I normal... I mean, it's, it's, you know, using a code word, it's, it's your okay. drop phone, you know, girlfriend phone, you know. She's <laughs> got the fake name there to try and throw him off. Um, and Cass is really worried that he's dying, and he's saying that maybe the demon spirit was poison, mm-hmm. which is scary. And then Crowley shows up, and my girlfriend him. was watching with me, and she's like, oh my gosh, he was in Battlestar Galactica, and he was incredible. He stole every scene, and I go, yeah, he pretty much steals the scene every time. He's amazing. And I told her about when we had interviewed him at Supernatural Con. You guys interviewed him, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And how he was like hiding behind Tom at one point, and I started to giggle, and he turned and gave me this death stare. Yeah, he, like, I feel like Mark Shepard is probably in real he's life. He's always, like, in character. Yeah. Always. And he stole the scene, right? Like, I was like, oh, my God, this is better. No, I'm so stole the scene in person yep. right there. He's amazing. Incredible mm-hmm. guy. Uh, shows up, calls them idiots, and says they're all going to die. Great. Thanks, Crowley. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Mary meeting him for the first time, too, which I think is kind of cool. And... Uh, the demons were obviously Crowley's, but Ramiel is the Prince of Hell, and it rhymes. He's going to kill everyone, and they were all told that the princes were all dead, so they'd stop looking for them. They're the, How many are there? There are three. Okay. They are... I've got their names written down. Well, They're the Zazel. oldest of the demons. Lucifer turned them himself before the oceans drank Atlantis. They're trained to lead demonic armies in the war against heaven, like Azazel. Since Azazel... This is where we go back six years to card Mr. Crowley 
Mr. Crowley. Yeah. Uh, King of the Crossroads was sent by hell to visit Ramiel. He comes bearing gifts. So Crowley presents the lance of Michael, the archangel, to Ramiel. I feel like it's really interesting that the princes of hell, besides Azazel, Azazel was on board with whatever Lucifer wanted to mm-hmm. do. They just wanted nothing to do with it, right? They're supposed to. They be had these, no interest like, in hell. Big bad, like the oldest of the old guys, and they just were like, you know, we're we're done, we're out. We just want to be left alone and live about our life the way we want to do it. But do you get sick of like fighting and always? Maybe I mean maybe got, they got to the point where they're just sick of it. They're over it. It's mm-hmm. done. You know, you don't want to do it anymore. So they're like, let me live in peace. Let me go fishing and enjoy do you think, life. And do you think the boys would ever get to that point? If they kill all the monsters, maybe. They're just going to keep fighting to the they're end. They're just going to keep fighting. Hopefully they never die. <laughs> uh, so it's the Lance of Michael. It kills the bad ones fast and the good ones slow and painful. So we now know that Cass has obviously been stabbed with this Lance and it's going to kill him slowly. It was specifically, it was created by an angel. So Michael wanted to kill one specific angel and wanted them to suffer. Do you think the angel was Cass? I'm trying to remember. I think because there was that huge fight back mm-hmm. seasons ago. I think so. I think so too. Obviously wanted them to suffer. Crowley also gives Romiel the box that Mary took out of a safe and was supposed to consider it as a coronation president because he offers Romiel the throne of hell. He is next in line since Azazel and Lilith are gone. He tells Crowley, take the throne. I'm not interested. Um, he's the only one left aside for Asmodeus and Tagon, who are happy where they are. Only Azazel wanted it. So obviously Crowley graciously accepts the throne and the are crown. Are we going to see the other two, you think? I want to see the other two and I'm so excited. It leaves it open for us to meet the other two at some point. Well, especially too, like I know we'll get to talking about it, but what this guy's fate, Ramiel's fate, mm-hmm. you know? So do you think that the siblings will be mad? I feel like they will. I feel yeah. like at some point there's going to be some sort of justice or vindication, revenge, kind of the same way last week in the episode with, um, what was her name? Was it Lily? Who's the girl's name last week? Alicia Alicia Witt's name. Um. The one that came after she wanted revenge because her daughter. Right. I don't I can't think her of her name, name right now. Um, sorry, I'm sure you guys know that in the chat. But he was talking about Lucifer. Michael was talking about Lucifer. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. In the flashback, it was Lucifer. Um... So Crowley graciously accepts the crown, and um, the only price that he has to pay is to basically keep everyone else, like, alone. Um, And it's his head if he bothers the princes of hell. That's a deal, because... That is a deal, and they all know that, then. That's a pact that, obviously, Ramiel told. That's a big deal, though, because how can you control trying to protect not only Ramiel, but all of them, especially if people are going to be after them? Well, they're now going to be after... Crowley. Yeah. I'm surprised it lasted this long. Maybe the demons on the outskirts that were, were protecting Romeo, they were usually good at their job, if anyone Well, those came demons after were, him. those were Crowley's demons. Right. He yeah. Put them as watchdogs. Mm-hmm. But, like, why were they so late to the... To the party? Yeah. They missed, I mean, they're supposed to be better than that. Well, they did kill Wally. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not rooting for them, rooting for sure. us first, but I'm saying, you know, I don't know how really, how good they were they, as they watchdogs. Weren't, they weren't the best ones. Right. Um, so we get back to 905 where uh, Cass was stabbed by the lance of Michael. It kills everything it touches. An angel will slowly rot away. The boys say there has to be a cure. 
And Dean tells Crowley to help or get the hell out, and Crowley, poof, Yeah, we gone. think he gets the hell out, but he really goes to help. He does go to help. I say at 9.07 p.m., Ramiel is outside the barn. Crowley asks what he can do to keep Ramiel outside of the barn. Crowley says he doesn't have friends and only makes deals with people he can use. Even Hal needs allies. Do you believe him? Katie. I think that he, there's a soft spot for him in his heart for the boys, Crowley. Um, and I think that he really does believe that they're an asset that he can't lose. I think it goes a little deeper for that, but he'll never admit it. Okay. Because I think, you know, at the end of the day, the when we first met Crowley to where he is now with the boys in the relationship, they're still not all peaches and roses and, you know, rainbows and butterflies. It's It's... Still, but they use each other in times of need because mm-hmm. they can rely on each other. Sure, of. and there's, I mean, for the greater good of what Crowley wants and for the greater good of what the boys want, sometimes they have to use the evil to get to what they need to get done. Right. Like catching, finding Lucifer or getting rid of somebody that Crowley doesn't want around. Right. Um, so uh, it's an asset we can't afford to lose. Crowley asks for another um, deal. And Ramiel does not like this and throws him through the barn door. I didn't want him to make another deal because I just felt like at this point, I really liked this guy as a bad guy. And I felt that intensity from him. Like Mm -hmm. I was saying, this actor is amazing. I really liked him in this role. But um, I felt like if he caved in right now and was like, no, I'll be friends. I just, that would have been Then that would have defeated the whole purpose of him making this deal six years ago with Crowley saying you're supposed to leave us alone. And being so intimidating Mm -hmm. already. He can't Mm -hmm. back down. Absolutely. So Ramiel walks inside. The rot has now continued onto Cass's face. We're getting the Gromby veins mm-hmm. all over Cass's face. It's a different thing, but it just reminded yes, us of Yes, absolutely. The it is. Um, you think Crowley will become an angel by the end of a series or human? Oh, I love that. Art master Austin Prophet. That is amazing. I love that prediction, and I would. I would. Yeah. I think that's ama- That would be great to see. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of bad. A little bit of cheekiness in him. And so our next title card is A Real Barn Burner at 9.12 p.m. Cass tells Sam and Dean to go and to save themselves. Knowing them has been the best part of his life. Oh, my God. These are his family. He loves them. I was, like, acting. Exclamation point, exclamation point, explanation point. I mean, like, I started to tear up at this point. Like he's he's sacrificing himself for the greater good. He knows the boys need to keep fighting. he loves them. He loves them. It was so hard. It was great, great acting mm-hmm. on Misha's part. And um, he tells them to keep fighting. And I love the response that they're not yep. going to leave. You nope. don't leave family behind, and that's no. true. And he said they're family, and they think of him as family. See, they, they couldn't hold that grudge about him killing Billy too long mm-hmm. for the greater good of the boys, even though some sort of cosmic... Not when a life is at stake, right? Sacrifice is going to happen. Not when a life is at stake. They're going to save his life. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so we do see Crowley get thrown back through a door. Their play is to hit Ramiel with everything they've got. They've got him enclosed in a flame circle. Mm-hmm. And he's just toasty. Like, he's nice just and hanging toasty. out He's like, fire. I'm chill. I'm like, you guys don't even worry me. I just wanted to, like, roast marshmallows. Like, he was just oh, so... Like, chill. <laughs> yeah. Not even phased by any of this. Ramiel says there's no cure for Crowley. And uh, doesn't who they care for who Cass. they are. For, yeah, for Cass. Doesn't care who they are, why they're here. He knows about Lucifer having a baby. And he said, Tagon has taken interest in that, which hopefully means we're going to get to see her mm-hmm. then because hopefully she'll come oh, out at some sure, point. for sure, because she's interested in mm-hmm. this baby. She wants to find out what's going on here. She wants to either help, which maybe 
That's in our preview next week. That girl that was talking to Kelly next week that we see Ooh, saying... that's her, maybe. Maybe that's her. Mm-hmm. That's a good, that's a good little tentative prediction. prediction. Um, but he doesn't care. Um, Ramiel mentions that something was stolen, and he can't abide by letting them take that. So they've got 30 seconds to give them back what they've stole. And the boys are like, we have no idea what you... They're literally dumbfounded and confused by this. As Mary sits silently waiting, they're not saying a damn thing. Do you think that if the boys knew and they were like part of let's get this object, they would be they would give it up to him while this little the, the clock was ticking if out? If they knew what it was, I don't know. I mean, Maybe they've not. obviously had the object before. We'll get to what the object is. I don't know. I don't know if they would have given it up. I think so they would have tried... To- Winchester thing and we can't be too mad at Mary mm-hmm. for not giving it up. She's standing her ground, She's standing too. there and hoping that nothing bad happens. It's cutting it close, but I'm still mad at her. Yeah, because what, the way he said it was like, you know, either you hand it over right now or... or I take it from your lifeless bodies. Which... Then he gets it anyway, and, and but at the same time, with people you like know, this, you give it to them and they'll kill kill you. Anyway. It doesn't matter. So they have to keep it. They have to. I mean, they they exactly. They've been in situations mm-hmm. and circumstances before where they hold on to whatever precious thing they're holding on to, and know that they've got to just save it as much as they can because it's not. At the end of the day, the demon or whatever is is going to get what they want mm-hmm. um, over their dead bodies. Now, did she put it in her back pocket? Where she was had it, it in, tucked in, like, behind her. Like, I would say tucked into her jeans. Wasn't this box massive? That's why I said she took it out of the box. Okay. She took she it out took, of the box at that point. It, but, oh, no. I think she took it out oh, of the box. Oh, that's right. And she placed and she, the box yep, back in. Yep. That's so right. that the box is there, but what's missing is, isn't. Okay. And that's and why he fits. knew it was missing because he obviously checked. Mm-hmm. Um, after 30 seconds, Ramiel pulls the lance out, puts out the fire. He's able to hold them off with the lance and like fighting off each of them with it, although not stabbing any of them, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Although I wonder what it would do to a human. Well, human's good. So I guess it would slowly rot a human away as well. Yeah. But some, or maybe just bad, right? I feel like at the, Ooh, that's it a would good... probably just be like, Ooh. A, yeah. Like just like regular being stabbed. Yeah. Okay. Unless it really is that magical and it can decipher whether a human is good or bad. And then I don't know. But that. I think, I think the whole thing was just demons and angels. Sure. Really. But so, uh, Mary is able to stab him and slow him down. And Sam's able to overtake him and stab him with the lance. And he dies immediately. Cause we know he's a bad seed, but he thought like he wasn't going to die. Right. At first it like, it took him a moment and then like eyes and everything went up. But I think because it took a second, he he thought, "Oh, haha, this doesn't even kill me." Yeah, right. Was he I think I, that I think he thought head? that, and then was like, "Oh no, poof, you're gone." Mm-hmm. And at this point, Cass has literally black oh rot. Gosh. I think this was like, like the end. I think for it was him. black. I'm questioning what this was, and I wish we could talk to Misha about it and ask what it was, and maybe he's going to tweet about it or something. Did, what did you guys think it was? I'm going. It was black applesauce. Oh, like what did they use? Because it to had actually... this thick consistency, yeah, or black cottage cheese. Maybe a little or, bit I thicker it, than applesauce. Though. It like it was more cottage cheese consistency. I mean, yeah. and I don't mind cottage cheese, but I think about having this lot of that in your mouth, and that would gross me out. Where applesauce wouldn't gross me out as what about much. Like cornstarch or something. I mean, it was thick, but I feel like that would have been more drippy. Yeah, I don't know. It was crazy. Um... Sam was a badass. You're right, he was. I think this, though, this moment when he started spitting out the black goo, it was the end for it him. It was the end. This was us getting very, very close. Crowley picks up the lance, and he remembers... Wait, the- 
Crowley waking up at this moment, what? Of course Crowley did. He was sitting there waiting to see what was going to happen. Do you think he was awake already? I think he was totally awake <laughs> and was just like, he's going to kill me if I'm standing here. So I'm just going to stay like I'm dead or out and just let them take care of this. And when the time is right, I'm going to get myself up out of a situation. And he wakes up and he remembers that the magic is in the lance with the like sides of the thing and breaks it in half, which breaks the spell, completely heals Cass and saves his life. He says, you're welcome, and disappears. Magic is in the craftsmanship. Mm -hmm. Mm. Which it is. Yeah, so there's there's the magic we saw in general when he pulled it out from behind him when he first brought it out. I'm reading that comment from Ingamu. He played possum. He was totally badass. Um, (laughs) Crowley. Crowley. Um, the princes, wait, the princes would be morons to go after the Winchesters. They've killed two princes already. That's a very, very good point, Ivan. They um, still, still wouldn't maybe stop some of them if they were just It's not going to so, stop them. Yeah. Anybody, I mean, look at how excited that one, one of Crowley's minions was to kill a Winchester. Mm-hmm. Did she really think that was going to happen? I mean, it's she not, did. Ha- she did. She <laughs> truly believed that, but it wasn't going to happen. Delusional. So at this point, um, Cass is up and about and questions what Ramiel was talking about with them stealing from him. And Dean now grabs the lance and takes it with him. And nobody really answers, like, about this being stolen or whatever. Nobody answers. But we get one more title card that says one last thing. Mm-hmm. Mr. Ketch is having coffee with Mary. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says that they didn't know this demon, that Ramiel was a prince of hell. But they sent her after this specific item. And she says if anything like that ever happens again, she lost a friend. She's almost lost her son. She will burn them down. He asks if that's a threat. And she said, no, it's a promise. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked me one time if, if, that was a, if I was telling them something. And if I asked them if that was a threat or a promise. And, and I did it because I knew it was a promise. And I would never, ever have to speak to this person ever again. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, very glad that I did that. Well, Mary, Mary might Get be doing that. She, she might be keeping her promise. Here. Mr. Ketch did say he made a mistake and was sorry. And I felt like there was genuine remorse there. He actually looked, he looked a little frightened. Did he not? Did um, you think there was a little bit of like... I don't know. I don't know if he can be scared easily. I don't think he's scared easily, but I think he believes what she's saying. I don't even know if his apology was real. I think it was really? more of a, like, here, I'm sorry. So you can trust me more because I still need to use you. Yeah. He asked to see the item. And I knew what it was then. Mm-hmm. Did you know what it was? No. I, knew, I was like, no, it's a cult. It's I was, totally I wasn't the cult. even thinking that. I, like, I, right away I was like, it's got to be the cult. So Mary pulls out the item, and she says that her father talked about it all the time, and there are only five things in all creation it can't kill. And as soon as she said that, I was like, cold, cold, cold. And sure enough, it's the cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and it shines there so beautifully. Next up, we see Crowley calling a minion and telling him to find the gun in the house. It has to be there because he obviously knows he gave it mm-hmm. to Ramiel, so it's got to be there. Wait, so if Crowley was playing possum in the barn, he would have heard, hey, you guys stole something. So he can put two and two together. If ah, he was playing possum, if he really wasn't knocked out at that very point. Very good point. Then obviously he had to have been knocked out and had disappeared, obviously, before Cass was able to ask question them about it again. Very good point, Katie. Mm-hmm. Really, really good point. Um, 
we we hear a guy singing in a cell. Says he can't believe he's that Crowley's working with half the half Dukes of Hazard. Sam and Dean kill his kind, and yet Crowley is working with them. It's only a matter of time until they come for him. Crowley calls him Dog. He says, that's not my name. And as soon as he started singing, as soon as he started singing, I was like, I don't even need to know. I'm like, Mark Pellegrino. I am freaking out. <laughs> I am so excited. I was like screaming at my TV. <laughs> I literally like Lucifer, red eyes, like question, like exclamation point again. All these like things. I did that before. I just... Oh, yes. I love Mark Pellegrino. He's such an incredible actor. I think with the whole, I don't know about like when he was telling Crowley, you know, they're they're eventually going to come for you. I, I don't want Crowley to believe that because I, I don't feel like the boys will necessarily go there. But I do think Mary might if the men of letters try to get her to go there. Yes, I do believe she's going to follow the the instructions of the men of letters. I'm hoping that the boys put a stop to it, and that's when we find this big reveal that mm. she's working with, alongside. but kind of alongside of the men of letters, but almost against the boys at times. Mm-hmm. Because the boys wouldn't have went and taken on this case because it didn't, it wasn't affecting them, and they didn't need to start this and war. That's out? gonna, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna get bigger with Tagon and as whatever his name is, Oz, the other prince, Osmodius. Do you think that he was killing people, Ramiel? I think he was minding his own... I really genuinely believe he was minding his own business and fishing. And that was a ploy for saying, oh, he's killing virgins. They made up a story Mm -hmm. so that they would have to go after him. Mm, I think it was a complete story. Um, So, yeah, we've got Lucifer back next week Mm -hmm. for all this excitement. You guys, I really don't think the boys would ever kill Crowley either. Not anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. think so. Um... The boys, once again, now do essentially... Well, the boys don't have the colt in possession. Who has it then? Mr. Ketch? Or Mr. is she Ketch keeping does. it? Mr. Okay. Ketch does. I mean, he asks... He asks to but see the like, item. Can I see it? He asks to see it. He didn't ask for it. So right. maybe it still is in her possession tentatively. Okay. Or, or, you know, for the time being. Right. We'll find out next episode, I'm sure. Yeah. Let's get into some predictions then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. After Buzz TV. Woo. That was so New fun. New theme music. Thank you, Steven. Wow, <laughs> I felt like I was in like a music video for a second there. Um, how is Lucifer in the dog cage? I think when they use that fancy tool, they were somehow able to capture him and... Lucifer, uh, Crowley was able to get him in there, and that's why Crowley wasn't worried about it because he thought that Cass was going to take care of and he, Kelly. He, he jumped and back Luc- into that body, and that body was locked up in there. Is that? I, I'm guessing that's. I, I don't. I don't know. It's very. It's very interesting. I think we'll find more about that next week. Mm. Um, which next week we do see Kelly walking around. She is pregnant and showing. Um, Mary is talking to Mr. Ketch, and she says, her sons. We see a girl, which I do think now is Tagon, saying that this Kelly's child could save us all. So see now, these princes of hell are going to be against the boys, so they'd rather side with Lucifer, who's helped train them. I think, yeah. I Listen, I think that this, uh, this what is her name? 
Tagon. Tagon is going to convince Kelly that, oh yeah, your baby could save us all and and like brainwash her. But really though, this baby is going to cause so much destruction. It's it's going to wreak havoc. But we're on still going to get the baby. But we're going to get the baby. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's what it's what they're going to start season thirteen. Like you said earlier, mm-hmm. I think a couple episodes back that, that that's now that they're renewed, they've got a great storyline to get us into the next. Baby's born season. Baby's born at the finale what's of this it gonna, season. What's it going to do? Yeah. What what are we? What trouble are we getting into? I think it's going to be born, but there's going to be a problem as soon as it's born. It's yeah. going to cause something that we'll have to wait till season thirteen to tell us what happened with this baby. Mm-hmm. Um, Crowley calls asking the boys if they let um, Kelly's love child, Lucifer's love child, live, and we see Lucifer laughing. You know, I think that he wants. He's telling the boys to to let the child live. That's what I think he's doing, and I think somehow maybe Lucifer is getting Crowley to do that. Maybe With I mean some, holding something. We over know his head? Lucifer is very, very good at brainwashing mm-hmm. and getting people to believe certain things and do certain things. So he may be able to play up Crowley's possible weakness for a little bit until he's until Crowley, you know, brushes it from his mind and realizes mm-hmm. this is bad. Um, I think you guys were saying that Rowena's coming in this this episode this week, or was it next week? I can't remember if you guys said one week or two weeks from now. Um, at least I was able. Thank you guys for letting us know that you could actually see the preview. I did check it out. Yes, it thank you for tweeting thank it you. to us. Yes, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, so, what do you what do you think is going to be coming up in the next? Like, you think this love child's going to live and? Do you mm-hmm. think that's Tagon next week? I think, you... I think you're right. It's Tagon next week. I think she's going to brainwash Kelly. I think Lucifer's holding something over Crowley where he's trying to make Crowley get the boys to let the love child live. Um, What's going on with Mr. Catch and Mary? So it's titled Family Feud. You know what? There's a lot of feuds going on. And, and he says, I mean, the only thing they give us for the preview is that he says, your boys. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I think he's trying to talk to Mary about how he doesn't agree necessarily with how they're hunting. Their means. And I think that that could maybe turn, not turn Mary against the boys, because that's not going to happen, but like kind of turn her like to not tell the truth yet because she maybe has a different view on what, you know, on everything because she's confused. She's kind of going alongside the British men of letters, however, not fully working with them, but alongside for the greater good. So I just, I feel like it's not going to be good for the relationship and the men of letters they're still like they still don't give us everything that they want and everything that they're doing no they're not giving away this information and we still don't know i don't know if we're ever going to get back to the woman that initially came and find out what her connection to mr catch was mm-hmm. so remember there was a a tension between her and that person and why she was leaving and her son being there so is she back yeah. In the London chapter with her son, is she still in the states? Yeah, they said they were going to deal with her the way they were going to deal with yeah. her. Yeah. So what does that mean? I don't. We know. We didn't get to see any of that, and I'm really interested in finding out what happened there. She might have just been over dramatic with the Mister Catch thing, though, because she got over dramatic with the boys too. Sure. You know, so she we did. we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> We've got lots coming up. I mean, this is this basically is the mid is mid season. Where there's only 23 episodes, mm-hmm. right? So we're in episode 12 this week. We are already halfway through, which is crazy. I know. And so much has happened this season. It just keeps building and getting bigger. And like you said, it did advance the episode a little bit 
in every, every way. In every way. So next week with us seeing Kelly and Lucifer's, you know, spawn technically, I think we're going to get another like reveal into the plot line and what's going to happen. So I'm excited. It's been such a good season so far. Such a great season. Katie, where can everyone find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at Katie E.E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Instagram at Katie Campbell 13 and YouTube.com slash Katie Campbell online. Also the Vampire Diaries after show Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Great show to watch, obviously, if you're into Supernatural. Mm-hmm. You guys should also be checking out. Um, we've got Riverdale that airs. I think they do their after show um, at 11 o'clock. As, no, 10 o'clock as well. Mm-hmm. Um, another great show similar to you know the Supernatural CW. vibe and CW shows. So check out all of our After Buzz shows and everything. You guys will find something that you love because I know you love Supernatural. You guys can tweet me at Lindsay Wagner. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, all the things at Lindsay Wagner, L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R or my blog, lindsaywagner.blogspot.com. We'll see you next week for Family Feud. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 